lovely, and welcome to the Healing Together podcast, where you will get your weekly dose of warm conversation and high vibrations. I am so excited for you to listen to this episode, but before we get started, please be sure to follow us on Instagram at Healing Together Podcast, and be sure to follow yours truly at Patience Tamara. Now that we are connected and comfortable, let's begin. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Healing Together podcast. Hi, how are you guys? I am recording this um, on YouTube as well, so definitely head to YouTube so you can check out the video footage if you want to tag along with me here. It's been, I'm not even going to say that because I say that every freaking episode. (laughs) Jeez. But it has been a while. Um, The last episode that dropped was April 27th, I believe. And that's almost a month ago. So it has been a good minute. I have been doing a lot of nesting and baby prep and adjusting to a lot of transformations and things that are happening in my life. We are about to welcome a baby into this world in maybe four weeks or less. Um, I'm 36 weeks. Currently, I'm 36 weeks and like four or five days or something like that. And I'm feeling really good, actually. In this day, I'm feeling very grounded. I'm feeling very positive. I am feeling a little bit more prepared. I still have things that need to get done. But for the most part, I do feel confident in the preparation that we have already done. And I'm ready, but also not ready if that makes sense. And that's kind of what I want to talk to you guys about today. This episode is going to be quite vulnerable and raw for me. I am going to be sharing the fears that I have surrounding becoming a mother. I know I've probably touched base on some of the fears that I have, but I feel like I really haven't been honoring the fears and the doubts and the stress that have come along with this journey of single pregnancy and becoming a single mom. So I just want to give myself the space to do so in this moment without judgment. And I know that in me doing so and sharing my vulnerability and honoring this space, it will help someone else who might be feeling or growing through the same thing. So with all that being said, um, if you guys don't know by now, if you haven't checked out like my latest vlogs, I am having a boy. I will be a boy mom. I am a boy mom. And that in itself 
brings forth so many emotions within myself because I grew up in a household of all women. I have three sisters. Um, my mom was a single mom. So having a boy, bringing a boy into this world, raising the next generation of men um, makes me feel so many things. One, I'm extremely grateful, extremely grateful and honored to have this opportunity. I don't take it lightly to be able to be a part of the growing process of Black men um, because it's definitely something that we need right now. The Black men that I know and that my friends know and that, you know, I'm, I am just um, seeing more of these days, I can tell they're hurting. Uh, you can call it other things, obviously. I can call it narcissistic. I can call it selfish. I can call it lacking accountability. I can call it many things. But at the root of it all, I feel like they're hurting. And they don't know what else to do with that hurt besides project it and, you know, um, act out in ways that just are not grounded in love for themselves or others. And I won't really go deep into that topic because it's not what this is about. But what I'm saying is I am grateful to be able to be in a space and in a position to raise a Black boy into a Black man. And some may say, well, you're a Black woman. You don't know what it's like to be a Black man. And you're right. You're absolutely right. I don't know what it's like, but I do know what it's like being a Black woman and seeing the hurt and the things that Black men go through and wanting to help and assist and show them a better way. Um, and I'm just honored that I get to do that with my son. Nothing can replace the love and the lessons that a father can teach his son, obviously. And I'm trusting that um, Onyx will have that in his life. But growing up in a single parent household with a single mom and two sisters, there was a lot of um, pain and struggle that I saw that was slightly because of the absence of a Black man in the household was known. So that is a fear of mine. Um, I know that I'm capable of being my son's mother because otherwise it wouldn't be so. The universe wouldn't have made this happen the way that it is. But I do fear that my love and what I can offer to my son and the lessons that I can teach him and how I can show up for him still might not be enough. So what does one do? You know, I, that's, that's something that is outside of my control. I can only control myself 
how I show up for him, how I show up for myself. And that's it. <laughs> and the love I give to him, the life that I provide for him, that's all I can really control. And even those, some of those aspects are outside of my control as well. So it's just very scary to think about me not being enough for my son because I didn't do it the right way, quote, quote. Me and his father are working things out to see, you know, how this can look for us in the future. But I'm just speaking on right now. Um, I sit with that fear quite often. And it's just something that I have to let go of because, again, it's outside of my control. If I try to control every aspect of my son's life as it pertains to him being a Black man, I would be doing a disservice and dishonoring his experience. So I'm just trying to navigate and process through that. And I'm trusting that I will be led each day, each moment really, to what I can do outside of the fears that pop up in my head. What can I actually do to help him, to assist him with navigating this life? And that's also another fear. I've been growing my son in my belly for nine months. It's just been me and him. I've been the sole provider for him. I've been the only Truly the only person that he's known for these nine months. It's just been me and him. I've been feeling most of his kicks. I've been communicating with him these nine months. I've been feeling him grow inside of me. I've been witnessing the growth and the milestones. It's been me and him for nine months. And to think that, that this magical experience of birth, it also brings about a lot of fear and discomfort in knowing that I have to share him with the world. And this world is not nice. So I'm experiencing a lot of, of grief, I guess, in our relationship already. Me, me and my son's relationship and how it's going to shift once he's here earthside. Because it won't just be me. It won't just be me and him. It will be me, him, and the world. And I can't protect him in the same way that I have been in these nine months because he's been inside of me. You know, I can adjust what I'm eating to make sure that he's good. I can make sure, you know, I'm not in any danger to make sure he's good. But when he's out into this world, there's less control that I have over, over you know, him and his existence and what he's going to experience and it's just really scary to think about but it's also beautiful because I get to experience him outside of my own you know attachments to who I think he is or who I want him to be um so that's another fear I have. Uh, and I feel like that's one that's just going to 
continuously come up that I'm going to have to grow through because this is my first child. And, you know, who knows when, when he gets here, there, all these fears might completely dissipate and I will just have a new found, you know, understanding of what, what motherhood actually is and, um, just have more awareness and more respect for the journey. Another fear I have is <laughs> my triggers and traumas showing up in nasty, nasty ways. During this pregnancy, I have been very mindful and very intentional with how I'm communicating with who I'm around, um, with my triggers and traumas and how, you know, they show up. Um, when I'm triggered, who triggers me the most, all of these things I have really been uh, just being mindful of because there are a lot of things that I experienced in my childhood that I don't want to relive in my own journey of motherhood. Um, I, it would, I feel that it would be naive of me to believe that, you know, taking this gentle or conscious parenting approach is going to be like this beautiful, seamless experience that I have all figured out. Absolutely not. I know that there are going to be times where I am triggered. I know parenting is extremely triggering. I'm trying to just ground myself in some gentleness already and releasing the mom guilt already and just allowing myself grace in this journey because I am the type of person that I want to get it right, especially for my first child. I want to get it right. I want them to have a life that is filled with so much joy and love and acceptance and acknowledgement and recognition. And I just want them to be, I want them to feel seen and validated in their existence because I often wasn't, that feeling didn't come with my childhood, really. Um, it came after. Uh, but that's how I want my, my child to experience their childhood. I want them to be able to be children, you know? And it is a scary thing to think about because I see how my hurt and my trauma and my triggers show up and how it can happen in a split of a second and you can't take that moment back. So I've really been trying to be more intentional with how I respond in those moments of being triggered, taking deep breaths, taking a moment to relax and release allowing my nervous system to readjust and rebalance myself and remembering that in me doing all of that, I also have to give space and room for a little human being to be able to do the same. So just finding patience, um, oddly enough, leaning more into patience and just, again, giving myself some gentleness and some grace um, now in these moments so that in the future, 
if and when I am triggered and if and when I do, you know, act out in a way that I didn't like or that hurt my son's feelings, I can give myself that same grace and gentleness and I can just remember like you're not supposed to get it right all the time. You're not going to be the perfect mother. And that's okay. The perfect mother doesn't exist. You're the perfect mother for your child. That's why he chose you to come earthside. But perfection is not something that you should be striving for in motherhood. So, yeah, that's another fear, you know, that I'm sitting with. Um, There's so many things, man. There's so many things that I can really talk about. I'm still in a space of fearing that our home life um, and my finances and that sense of stability and security will be like taken away from me. I had a moment a few weeks back where I meditated and I realized that I was literally afraid that someone would like come in and steal all of my joy away from me, all of my sense of security and stability away from me. And if you remember, I had a home in in Rockville, had an apartment in Rockville a couple of years ago. And then I had that moment where I decided to quit my job and um, it went well for a little bit. And then I had to move out moved to South Carolina, moved in with my grandmother. That didn't go well. I got pregnant, got kicked out of my grandmother's house, moved in with my mom, got another job, got my real estate license, got this apartment. Like everything is flowing beautifully. And then I quit my job again because it just doesn't feel good to work for other people. And it's such an annoying space to be in because it feels good that I'm following my heart, right? But in following my heart, I feel like, again, I'm giving up that sense of stability and security that I need right now. So I'm trying to trust and surrender and believe that that the decisions that I am being led to are for a higher purpose And that I'm not reliving the same decision that I made in Rockville that got me to this point, which I'm so grateful for. It was, it meant to happen this way, but it's just like, I don't want to keep reliving this cycle when it comes to money and stability. I deserve, and so does my child, deserves a stable and secure life, one that is not like rooted in this space of lack where there's always this sense of instability or scarcity or this fear that there's not going to be enough money this month. There's not going to be enough money this month. How am I going to pay my bills? How am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? I am so tired of living within that cycle. And it's very frustrating because I feel that I've been working extremely hard to move out of that cycle, but yet I'm still in the cycle. 
So that's just another fear, you know, feeling like, is this going to be my life? Am I always going to be in this space of low income and poverty? And I, I know that's, the, that's such the annoying thing. I know in my being, like even me saying that out, out loud didn't feel good. I know in my being that it's not. But it's really hard to lean into that knowing when your reality says otherwise. So that is definitely a fear of mine, but it's one that I am not really sitting with very often anymore. I'm kind of just in a space of releasing and letting go and trusting. And it feels good to be in that space. And so far, everything has worked out beautifully so I can't even really complain you know there's a lot of adjustments and transformations that have been taking place this month that have shifted how I view myself big time. I always knew that I had this version of myself within me. And to see me living this version now feels really good. The power and the authority that I feel like I have over my life, despite all the fears that I just mentioned, the, alter- the alternative of all of that is I feel extremely powerful, more powerful than I have ever felt in my entire life. And I definitely have to thank my son for that. I definitely have to thank him already. He isn't even here and he's already gifted me so much. Uh, but yeah, I feel extremely beautiful. I feel extremely powerful. I feel extremely confident in what I am capable of um, attracting into my life, capable of putting out into the world, knowing that um, mm, you know, as soon as I was speaking, I heard my inner voice say, you're lying. Oh my gosh. You're right. I don't always feel that. But the feeling is felt. And I'm honoring that feeling. Those feelings. I do feel confident and powerful and empowered in this pregnancy. Um, But yeah, that inner voice definitely just kicked in and was like, no, you don't. And you know, when that happens... You just sit with yourself. I typically hold my chest and say, it's okay. You know, that's another, that's another thing that I'm learning as I get closer and closer to this birthing experience. There is literally a rebirth happening for me where the old versions of myself, they are dying. They are literally dying. And with that comes a lot of grief which can look like, um, you know, rejection, rejection of 
this newer version of myself that I mentioned, I feel like I am stepping into that more confident and powerful version of myself. So this process has been one that has been like nothing I've ever experienced before in my life, obviously. But I've been through these birth and death cycles before, you know, doing shadow work and just being more intentional in general with my healing. But this process is so different. I wrote on my Instagram, I've grieved many versions of myself, but this grief feels like the last time. And that it does. That is the perfect way to explain this process, this journey, where I am in this moment. At 36 weeks and however many days, I am grieving, but with the grief comes a knowing that it's the last time that I'll be grieving, at least in this way. That's where I'm at in this moment. I am counting down the weeks until I meet my precious, precious, precious baby boy and until I meet myself. And I'm so excited. I'm nervous, anxious, a little fearful, a little scared. But at the base of everything, there's always joy and love. And I just wanted to share that with you, share this moment with you as I'm reflecting. I'm trusting that you all have been so well the past couple of weeks. I'm trusting that you enjoyed the eclipse if you were able to see it or just sit with yourself to experience that shifting and transformation. And I'm not sure what the next couple of weeks are going to look like. Um, I am trying to be more consistent and find a flow with my podcast. But baby can come at any point. So I will just say that I'm trying. And with that, another episode may be up next week. Maybe not. Um, but I'm trusting that you all understand and that you appreciate the vulnerability and realness that I share with you guys when I am able to, when I'm in a space to do so. Because I really do appreciate you all. I really do appreciate and love this community so much. It has grown so much. And I can't wait to see the continued growth of this podcast because I know it's coming. And yeah, with that, I will leave you all with this week's affirmation, which is, I may be fearful and I may be afraid, but I know that I am capable and worthy still. <laughs>